people have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This is episode 20. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, is it? I think so. See how much prep we put in before we start. Oh, yeah, it is. Sure is. See, look at that. Time flies. I always think that's cool when I see people's podcasts and they do graphics and it's like the number. Oh, yeah. Like, I saw one the other day. It was like number 99. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just think that's cool. Uh, welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. My name is Jason Bailey. I will host you here for the next 20 or some odd minutes. There's DigiDude Nate who at the time of this recording is uh, getting ready to head off to Egypt to enjoy a bachelor party because his buddy loves him so much. He wants him to pay for a trip to Egypt for six days, just four dudes with the burkas hanging out of the pyramids. (laughs) Yes. No alcohol, no strippers, no poker, just dudes taking in some Egyptian history. Yeah. Some sand looking for mummies, King Tut's rocks, so on and so forth. What's probably the most interesting thing you'll do. I mean, we'll, we're going to do the the cliche Sphinx and the Great Pyramids. No, 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 hold on, stop. There's no cliche for Egypt because none of us have ever been there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you were to ask me, go, dude, every time you go to Egypt, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll probably never go there unless I go to Epcot. Yeah, but I mean, like if you said China, you'd probably see the Great Wall of China. I, I haven't been there, but that's kind of like what most Old hat. Do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They must be visiting because us locals don't go to the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Losers. So what? Pyramids probably? Yeah, pyramids, La Tomb, King Tut, um, like I said, Sphinx. We're gonna do the do a hot air balloon ride, um, do a Nile cruise, so some of that stuff. Just the fellas in a hot air balloon. The Nile cruise, dude, you're gonna see crocodiles. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. Those are like man killers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to stay away from them. Yeah. You need you need to, like, um, if you're on one of these tours at the pyramids, right, because they've got so much undiscovered shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like Indiana Jones, you know, like when you know, he went down to the to where he actually found the ark. Right. Did you notice, like, all the Germans were, you know, digging and all their architectures were somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, just off in the distance because he knew the spot and they didn't. That's what you got to do. You got to like disassociate yourself from the, from the tour, from the damn tour yeah. and go off and start digging <laughs> Just venture off and just find something, but don't tell anybody because the Egyptian government will make sure you don't get a dime. Yeah. You know, find a, find a tomb and bring it back with you. Put it in your knapsack. <laughs> What's that in your bag? Is that a mummy? <laughs> what is this shiny thing sticking out of your bag by like eight feet? <laughs> Uh, big thanks to Lionware, lionware.shop, L-I-O-N, W-E-A-R dot shop, S-H-O-P, all kinds of great athletic wear. Those guys at the University of Alabama, those Sigma guys have upped their game. Have you seen their social media lately? No, haven't. Their website, they've retooled the website. They're supposed to be making me some ambassador, administrator, or something with an A. Cool. I think it's those things. I don't think it's asshole. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. But they've like retooled the entire website, and they've added... Uh, all these new clothes, like it's athletic wear for guys and girls. So for the chicks, they've got the, you know, the leggings, mm-hmm. you know, the chick wear, and they get these beautiful babies from the University of Alabama to to model it up. And for the dudes, like they've upped their game. This looks really good, actually. I think I'm going to order some stuff for when I'm playing tennis. You'd look really good in Egypt, in some lion wear some leggings. Lion wear. Yeah, no, that sounds good. <laughs> 
please put those on. Yeah. So, uh, moose knuckle. This week's episode, uh, yeah, just some pictures of you and your three bachelor buddies with your dicks hanging out of your <laughs> leg. <laughs> Egypt or bus, man, we had the best time ever. <laughs> Crossing swords on top of the Sphinx. So, uh, this week's episode deals with my birthday. And just like most of these black clouds and these stories that I share, it's my fault. And I've come to realize that as I've gotten older, I celebrated number four, six, my birthday on June 7th. And with my daughter's birthday a couple weeks ago, and there was the big shebang that her mother, whose birthday splits the difference, uh, put on. I kind of thought mine would get lost, but I've never been a big birthday guy. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't think it would bother me. Like, I don't care. I mean, you've known me for a long time. Have I ever been like, Nate, it's my birthday next month? No, you've been the opposite of it. Yeah, I just don't really. You don't want a big deal about it. Like, I was like the old guy when I was 19, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was talking about my birthday. So I didn't think it would bother me. And, uh, you know, I knew she'd, she'd do something. So I got this vibe that she was putting shit together late. That bothered me. So now it started to bother me. I'm such a girl. And uh, I was like, well, let me feel this out. So, you know, kind of a last minute thing. I think people were invited to the house because I found out later that some of the people that were invited and they didn't show, which I thought was kind of odd mm-hmm. that they wouldn't have. I mean, who wouldn't want to celebrate my birthday right? with me? Yeah, I know. Really? You know, I'm doing a birthday. And then she asked me to cook for my own birthday. <laughs> Which was kind of shitty. And even though as much as I love to grill, and the brisket was awesome. How good was that brisket? It was really good. I took some home. Yeah, you took a lot home. Yeah. <laughs> the the brisket, by the way, did about 10 to 12 hours on the Kamado Joe. And the night before, I covered it with mustard, garlic, uh, thyme, and rosemary. Um, and then rubbed it with a, a butts and rub rub from Atlanta Grill Company. Uh, the only thing that I missed out on was horseradish, which I usually would put in, but you let it coat, you know, and then you smoke it and it keeps all the juices in. It was, I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it the, worked. It was the tits. It was really good. It was the hips nips. So, you know, we do this thing Saturday night. She gets me this really nice and pricey alpha pizza oven for my grill kitchen outside, which to me, even though I did want it, seemed like she kind of picked it up last minute. Tell me if I'm off, by the way, on any of this stuff. Um, I don't know, because I could see how you would think that. When were you invited, by the way, for, for the, the festivities? Uh, I think the week of. Exactly. There you um, go. But yeah, I didn't know it was like a surprise. You're going to plan my fucking birthday. Plan it months in advance. Yeah. You know, many, not the week of. Many moons. Yeah. That, that I'm thinking about going through the list of people that didn't show and ask them why. Then I'm going to nail her. You know. Oh, because it was last minute and they didn't have time. Well, she lied to me. I, I just wanted. I just want honesty. That's all. I, that's all I want in this world is honesty and cereal. I mean, if you ask me the two- <laughs> that's a T-shirt, get on it, Lionwear. <laughs> There's two things in this world that I want: cereal and honesty. That's all I ever want. Uh, all she has to do is say, "Hey, look, you know, with with Ariel's birthday." You know, my birthday, her birthday. There's a lot going on. More Ariel's probably, and I understand that. It was just, you know, you're 46. It's not that big of a deal, even mm-hmm. though I could drop dead at, you know, any time. That's yeah. fine. I'm getting to that age, you know, where you, 
you know, the news headline, young guy in shape, dies of heart attack at 46. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm like hitting that window. I think if you pass 54 or 55, you're out of the window, but it's that 46 to 54 that didn't see that coming. He works out all the time too. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) He eats great too. (laughs) So, you know, we had the thing Saturday night. It was nice, you know, enjoyed the company of everybody that was there. Um, at least the people that I knew. And then, uh, and then Sunday, you know, I go and play tennis like I did Saturday and it was, you know, blah, but my birthday was on Monday, June 7th. So, you know, I thought Saturday was good enough. I didn't really need to do it. You know, in that weird, you know, when your birthday is on a weekday, you celebrate it on the weekend, you expect it for somebody else or for yourself to celebrate it both days. No, I, th- I mean, maybe you do like a little thing, like a family thing on your actual birthday, but then the, the party should be on the weekend, I feel. Yeah, you don't want to press your luck. No. Because you want your birthday to re- be remembered as a good time. And Saturday night would have been sufficient. That would have mm-hmm. been a good time. And for years to come, until I die, I can say, yeah, what'd you do for your 46th birthday? Oh, we had some friends over. I got a pizza oven. Uh, Nate got me a Zima with now lighters. He got me a cool Maryland Under Armour hat. Uh, I got some drill bits. It was nice. It was yeah. pleasant. We had good food. Don't press your luck to celebrate your birthday on the day because that's when the black cloud hits you, especially if you're somebody like me. Yeah. Well, guess what? It happened? Yeah. Oh, it what, did. What happened? Without a doubt. So on Monday, my birthday, June the 7th, um, did the radio show. Wasn't too thrilled about that. Just wanted to take a nap. My reset is my nap. Like, I can wake up from my nap and forget about everything that happened before. So if it's a shitty show, I just go and I take a nap and I just forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. But on Mondays, I have to go to Newberty in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for those not in the know, where I, I it's a men's facility, you know, for dudes, and I go for my testosterone maintenance. You've been there for an IV vitamin cocktail. Mm-hmm. It was a cool place. It worked out well for you, too. Yeah, it did. I didn't uh, have any side effects from my uh, vaccine. Exactly. There you go. For those that are yet to be vaccinated, get yourself an IV vitamin cocktail. So, uh, you know, I did that. Got great results back. I did my in-body, you know, losing weight, gaining muscle, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But in between my wife's birthday, which is at the end of May, and my birthday, June the 7th, one of the prizes that I gave her was a very nice ring from a jewelry store that we frequent called D Geller and son. And she, she, I could have sworn at some point in time she had sent me, I'm usually like, I'm actually, I'm not usually, I'm always really good at remembering shit. Like if she sends me something in September or something she likes, she just is like, this is cool. I'll remember for December. Mm-hmm. Now I'll remember for May. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got it. You know, I, I, I got it all going. So uh, I thought she had sent me a picture of kind of a dumbed down version of this ring. Very beautiful ring. And so I find it at the Geller and I buy it for her. You know, like, I mean, I bought her shit like months in advance, months in advance. And I was excited to give it to her. I give it to her. Well, she doesn't. Well, it's not that she doesn't like it. It just doesn't work for her because I guess when she would put her hand in her pockets, you know, like she wears those leggings with the pockets, it snagged. Okay. So she asked me if I would be upset if she exchanged it, how should I have reacted to that? Well, I mean, she has a valid reason, so I think that's okay. But if she was just didn't like it, I, I might be kind of offended because you, you put some thought into it. Yeah. It's a, it's a fine line because I'm a realist and I'm, I'm logical. So if I'm going to spend that kind of cash on the ring, I want her to wear it. I want her to like it. 
I don't want her to do one of those. Well, it just doesn't go with anything and lie to me the whole time. Right. Again, just want honesty and cereal. That's all I want. <laughs> so we should rename the podcast. <laughs> Bailey and Nate do honesty and cereal. Yes. <laughs> we just eat bowls of cereal. You guys would hear us slurping <laughs> and just being really honest about shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pull news stories and just like, oh, that guy's an idiot. What an asshole. So, uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So we leave the Nuber tea. We go over to D. Geller. Well, before we leave the house, she wants to take one of our dogs. And, and he's still kind of a puppy. I don't even think Henry's a year old. And we call him Hen Ventures. <laughs> That's funny. King Henry. We call yeah. him Hen Ventures. And we're trying to make him one of those dogs, unlike our other three, that get out of the house. Like your jaw, uh, your dogs, Nate, uh, Pharaoh and Tiger, are outdoors dogs. I mean, you take them to dog parks. You take them with you wherever you go. And they, they're like social dogs. None yeah. of my dogs are social, are they? No. No, You've really. never known me to have a social dog. No, I haven't seen him outside of the house before. Well, because I'm very protective. I'm afraid. Like one of my biggest fears is for my dog, because I'm, I'm a small dog guy. So I always have small dog mm. to be around somebody else is a big dog. And that big dog just grabs a hold of my small dog. Right. You don't want that. No. And I'm terrified of that because then what do I do? Then I got to Then I, then the big dog has got to grab the big dog. Yeah. You know, and then I kill this person's dog and then it's a big to do. And then my dog's dead or it's got some stitches or I got to put just, that's what goes to my mind. It's horrible. <laughs> then you're on Judge Judy and it's a whole mess. Yeah, it's a horrible situation. <laughs> All right, so this is why you just stop at the first birthday and not go to the real birthday. This is why if you are infamous for black clouds, known to have a black cloud, you don't press your luck. And you definitely don't brag about how the last couple of weeks have been good. I think last episode we did the Taco Mac Terror story, which everybody loved, especially ones that didn't hear it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was because I didn't have anything. You know, nothing nothing black cloudy happened to me. Oh, you've been lucky. I bragged about it, and this is the shit that happens. <laughs> like, literally, listen to this story. Uh, so I just, you know, no, big lead up. So we go in, we got Henry. The girls there want to see Henry, allegedly. That's what they. That's what my wife said on social media. So we go in and, you know, they're all goo goo gaga over, over hen. And I said, I'm tired. You know, I'm irritated with the show. I'm tired. I'm 46. You know, I just, it, I just get me to bed. And, uh, and then I said, I go, I'm tired. You know, babe, find a ring. Let's go. Uh, snap, snap. Let's get moving. So she goes to one area of the jewelry store and she sees this one ring and she's like, I want that one. And she didn't even look around. So now, you know, she knew. Yeah, I'm thinking that this was a setup. Like she went online and she saw it. So she knew. Oh. No woman goes into a jewelry store with a bunch of cases to look through and just goes to one and one ring without looking around, right? That's a that's that's just not heard of. Yeah, sounds pre-planned. So I'm getting set up here. You know. Yeah. Again, honesty and cereal. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. Fucking honesty and cereal. <laughs> And uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. You know, nobody's discussing the price difference. If there is even one, right? I mean, if you're going to exchange a piece of jewelry at a jewelry store, this is how in my mind it should play out. As I walk away or my back's turned or, you know, I'm not involved. You say to the lady, Candy, who's helping us out, you know, you say to her, you go, you know, is there a price difference here? You know, and if there's a large price difference, you go, okay, well, let's find something else in the same. You know, yeah. one would think you would do that. Nope, not my wife. 
bag it. <laughs> Put it in. Yeah, give me. Let's go. I got that one. I was like, so as she's walking away with the ring, I said, hold on for a second. You know, I I, I don't want to be the guy, but I guess I got to be the guy. I was like, you know, what's the price difference here? Candy looks down at the price tag, looks up at me, and gives me this face like, "You're fucked." <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she looks at me like, "I just know you're not going to be a happy camper." And I said, "Is it that bad?" And she goes, well, "Hold on, let me work some numbers." You know. So we get over. She goes, "Meet me over here." You know where where she's going to ring me up. So I walk over to where you know I got to put in my my card, and. uh and the number pops up on the screen. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, no. It's more than double the cost of the original ring. And I promise you, I didn't go cheap on the ring. All right? Oh, man. That was the big prize. So it's even more. It's double. It's more than double the cost. Oh. Yeah. More than double. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do? I mean, what can you do? I mean, would you tell your wife, be like, this is too expensive, I, I can't do it? No. I don't think any guy would. No, you can't really. Because you're fucked. Yeah, you're either way, you're fucked. Yeah, she's going to get mad. Right? You buy it, you're out, you know, X amount of dollars. You're not happy with this. Oh, I hope nobody's forgotten that this was my birthday day, that this is happening, <laughs> yeah. right? This is Happy this, birthday. This is, some money. This is my birthday that I've got to spend this kind of cash. All right. Well, deep down inside, you think, I love this woman. She has sex with me. She likes me. She's still with me. She stays here. You know, this is this is a very small cost for what she has to put up with, right? Right. So, all right, ring it up. Not a problem. Here's the big kabuzi. I smell shit. I smell shit. Like you're suspecting something or literally smelling it? Literally, I smell shit. Ew. So I look down and there's shit. You poop your pants? <laughs> the damn dog duty pops all over the jewelry store floor. Oh my god. Not in one spot, not in two spots, eight spots. Gross. This small Cavalier King Charles that weighs maybe fifteen pounds tops has dutied like a grown fat man from the biggest loser early episodes. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> like it was everywhere. And I'm going, can this day get any worse? And it's not even noon. Holy shit. I should have stopped on Saturday. What was I thinking? So in my head, I'm trying to strategize on how to do this. There are customers in the jewelry store. The jewelry store is filled with employees that I know. Uh, There are people that are engaged that are having that moment where they have to find their in uh, their wedding bands. And now the place quickly smells like dog crap. And it's my fault. (laughs) I don't know if it's your fault. It's my dog. It's my fault. Yeah. I should have not even let uh, her bring them. But you know what? Let's go on a hen venture. (laughs) So she before I smell this, she's like, is there a restroom? I need to use the restroom. And then the, the duty pop happens. And then so she, I'm like, you know, Rach, I give her this desk there. Like, fucking pick it up. You know, I, like, <laughs> you know, I go, I'm just, I've got to buy your ring. I've got a dog on a leash. Okay, you got to take a leak. I get it. But let's get this picked up before the smell gets even worse. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. That happens to me like at PetSmart because most dogs pee or whatever at PetSmart. 
And then when somebody has to go get stuff to clean it up, then I have to stand there and guard the pee or the poop. And I just feel like an idiot and everybody's staring at me. But at least you're at a place where they expect it with concrete floors. This is on nice carpet. Yeah. You know, and all I can see out of the corner of my eye is this young couple that's excited to go to D. Geller and send this beautiful jewelry store and sit down with the, the nice man to pick out their wedding bands and they get a waff of crap that it hits them upside the back of their head. You know, and you look back, who is it? Well, it's probably the dumbass holding the leash with a dog attached to it. Because <laughs> I'm the only other person over there, you yeah. know, standing guard by eight mounds of poop. Sorry, not me. So uh, they go in the back. It felt like they took forever. And so Candy, the the employee there at the jewelry store, she comes out with a roll of toilet paper. And my wife is nowhere to be seen. My wife decided to go to the bathroom and leave it out there. I guess they had some kind of, allegedly had some kind of conversation where Candy was going to pick it up. I can't have, like, this is a client of the radio station and personal friends. I can't have the person that works at the jewelry store picking up our dog's crap. No, you can't. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> are you on meth? What is wrong with you? So I hand, uh, like, I'm kind of like. I'm perplexed. I'm freaking out a little bit and I don't normally get like this and I'm embarrassed, which I never get embarrassed. So I I'm like, here, just hold the dog candy. Wife still MIA. Give me the toilet paper. So I've got the toilet paper, but now the problem is, is I've got eight piles of crap separated about by a foot a piece. Okay. So I've got to walk about eight feet, give or take of picking up eight different piles, which look like they came. This is how much crap there was. Looks like there's eight dogs that crapped. Like, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> what did he eat before? I have no idea. I'm assuming a very large steak and I just didn't know about it because <laughs> there was so much Nate, like it was everywhere. And I, by the way, for those that don't know me, I normally don't talk about stuff like this, but this one is like exclusive. I'm, I'm bending for you. Because this is the black cloud of black clouds, right? For your birthday. Right. So not only am I out X amount of dollars, I've got to find a way to pick up these eight mounds of crap with one roll of toilet paper, but no bag. Ew. It's yeah. like a trick question. Yeah, you're just mushing it. Pop quiz, asshole. <laughs> How do you pick up eight, eight mounds of dog crap, one roll of toilet paper with no bag? Go. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd just kind of mush, you know, mush them together while, while you pick them up. But there's only so much you can mush. I know what you're saying. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's a great idea for the first two. But the other six, do they? Not, that mush becomes like yeah, like a volleyball big. Do they not have a trash can? You can't. I'm not asking them to. Th- <laughs> like then you trust me. I'm thinking about all this stuff in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking. Well, what if it's not lined? Oh yeah. You know, then I just take the trash can with me. You throw it in the toilet, but I guess your wife's in there, so you can't do that. I'm trying to do this as quick as possible <laughs> without having to go back and forth because right. it's a little bit of a trek to get to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I did. Okay. So I, you know, unwind some, a big ball of toilet paper, mm. one pile, two pile, a mushing, like you said, three pile. Got it. Bam. Well, I've got small hands. I can't take anymore. Yeah. So what do I do? I've got in one hand a roll of toilet paper, and the other hand, mush duty. I'm handless with no bag. Take off your shoes and socks. What would you do? What's the next move? Uh, I guess just wrap it up in there. 
So I take, I unravel some of the toilet paper, put it around my leg. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I like, I like, like my hammy was pulled <laughs> you know, like a, like an ace bandage. And I kind of pull my knee in and rip it off the toilet paper. Oh, geez. And I'm folding, like I'm using it as like a bag. So I put that pile in, I fold it over, pick it up, put it in, fold it over, kind of like making cookies right. with wax paper. Okay. You know, or uh, beef patties, you know, where you just keep folding it over and keep folding yeah. over. Like the cheese at the deli. Truth be told, while this is all happening, and by the way, this is the this is the embellished kind of long version for, for podcast sake and storytelling sake. Um, this is going pretty fast. In my brain right now, I'm going, Oh, Bailey, you're pretty fucking smart. <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> like, wow, for somebody to think of this, yeah, you're pretty fucking good. Uh, so I get it. Now I'm like, where do I throw it away? So I'm like, I got to go outside because it's like, I feel like the smell is going to follow me, right? right? I need to get the smell out. So I bolt out of the jewelry store and I'm looking for an outside trash can because I know there it's in a shopping complex. So I know there's one out there. The one closest to me right in front of me is in front of this Chinese restaurant. And every time I'm over there, all these Chinese people that I guess own the place I work there, they're always outside, like congregating, talking. Have, I don't know. Oh, I don't know ramen place? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's like four Chinese people out there in their little chef outfits. And I'm coming over with this giant pile of paper towels. Now, if you see somebody with a giant pile of paper towels, you know nothing good. Nothing good is in that paper towel ball. No, right? can't be. It's yeah. If so, you would have thrown it away in your place, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or you would have put it in your pocket. So I go over there and I throw it away, and I guess they smelled it, and I just turned. I don't know Chinese, but I can only assume that Chinese for dog shit is chonghua. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and I just kind of got this look like. You disgusting motherfucker. <laughs> and I get the, I was like, let, I, I, thank you very much. We need to leave. We get in the car. We start driving. I haven't said a word. I just want to go home and take a nap, have a bowl of cereal. It's quiet. Radio's low. My wife goes, are you not talking to me? I said, Rachel, I don't want to talk to anybody today. I don't want to celebrate my birthday. I just want to sleep and eat my cereal. Okay. That's all I want to do. She goes, but we're having friends over tonight. The dragons are coming. I said, I don't know if I can, I can, I don't know if I can talk to people tonight. I'll let you know when I get up from my nap, <laughs> I have to reset. I know my truth. I know my truth. <laughs> and that was the birthday. It ended up pretty well. Even though at the end of the night, I got the shittiest steak sandwich, uh, cheesesteak sandwich I've ever had. She asked me what I wanted for dinner. Mm. I was like, uh, you know what? I think I want a cheesesteak sandwich. Sounds delicious. Yeah. It was the worst fucking cheesesteak I ever had. Oh. Just like put the exclamation mark on the day, you know? So forever and ever uh, from now on, if my birthday is during the week and I celebrate during the weekend, I will never, ever celebrate my birthday twice in one week. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> After this experience, uh-uh, not happening. No, never, ever again. All right. Uh, Lineware.shop. Again, thanks, guys, for sponsoring and supporting Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. Continue to leave us great reviews. We need that as we try to take this podcast to the next level. Download, share, like, all that good shit. And until next week, bye! People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now. 
There's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 